Hi, and welcome to the third ever episode of The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we're asking the question, do women really hate prog rock? My guest this week is a woman, Megan Tropea. Hear her disdain for the heavier songs of rock legends Led Zeppelin. Listen to her story about crashing a party hosted by Peter Gabriel, only to find out he wasn't attending. Feel her exuberance for Getty Lee's vocals and Semitic olfactory protuberance. All this and more on The Sound of Not Getting Laid. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Pants. Pants, without them, you'd probably get arrested for indecent exposure. Hi, and welcome to The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we ask the question, do women really hate prog rock? And today I have with me... Megan Tropea. Hi, Megan. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Uh, what do you do, Megan? Uh, that's a very good question. I um, currently work in events uh, for a restaurant group, and... Um, yeah, I've done a, a wide variety of things, creative and otherwise. Uh-huh, such yeah. as? Like, I worked in the photo business. I had my, uh, I had a little foray. I worked in the acting business for a while, unsuccessfully, hence the restaurant world. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I worked in production for a long time. Um, Film I'm like production a, or? Yeah, television, photo. Uh-huh. I'm a... Uh, I feel like I am a product of a liberal arts education, you know, mm-hmm. a wide range of interests. And right, right, right. Nothing very specific. Uh-huh. Mm. Very nice. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 41. And where are you from? Uh, Pennsylvania. Whereabouts in Pennsylvania? It's a big state. It is a big state. Very I grew- wide. It's very long. Have you driven through? Yes. It's, it's just like, I'm still in PA. This- yeah, it's like 10 hours of oh. driving. Yeah, I grew up in the Poconos. Ever heard oh, of nice. Yes, I have. Yeah. Do you know where Renova is? No. It's, it's near Lock Haven. No. Um, I was just, I was pretty small when I left, so I don't um, you know. Uh, I know where Camelback is. <laughs> as opposed to Cameltoe, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is probably a place. There is a pl- there is an intercourse Pennsylvania. That's true. That? That's yeah. true. They had like pins. And we were- I get the feeling you don't really get laid there much. <laughs> I think just, you're probably right. You know, with a name like that, it's just, you know, it's, it's, too, it's too overt. <laughs> it's probably full of Amish, too. Yeah, I think so. Um <laughs> What kind of music did you listen to in high school and college? And high school, I was into the dead. You were a deadhead. I was. Uh-huh. Um, and then Fish and like the Allman Brothers and Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin. Okay, so the hard rock, the psychedelic rock. Is that hard rock? Zeppelin, yeah. That's like classic rock, isn't it? Yeah, but they were pretty heavy. I feel like they're the greatest band of all time. They were pretty great, yeah. Although I mean, the- they're, they're kind of like proto-metal. Or, or, or Really? Oh, yeah. Songs like Communication Breakdown. Oh, yeah. See, you that's know. when I fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> you, were more, you were more about the ballads. <laughs> yeah. Stay away to heaven. Going to California. Tangerine. Tangerine. Oh, it's a fantastic song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Page did some wonderful productions he did. Uh, so wait, what do you listen to now? Um... I had Chet Baker on this afternoon. I, nice. I saw. Did you see that film about him, that Ethan Hawke piece? I saw I it on the plane. He's no. so good. It, um, I was surprised. I did. I never knew his story. Did that? Did you like? like he was a heroin addict. I until, didn't know like, that. His final yes. days and stuff. Yes. I love. I love his voice. Um, I. I need to. I need to like learn some good new music. I also really like. Um, I've gotten into some of that electronic, like you know, Disclosure. Do you know that band? I don't. They're British. Really good. To, brothers i kind of like that like 
you know that dance like Calvin Harris stuff. I'm really sad that Prince is gone from the earth. He, yeah. Like, every time he, I yeah. just, I feel like that was like the anthem of like so much of my life, like the Prince kind of. The 80s had a very, uh, it was a very eclectic time for music. There was a lot going on. Yeah, right? Like first videos and... Mm -hmm. The Buggles. No, wasn't it that aha? Like the paper or the crumble? (laughs) Take On Me, (laughs) yes. That was a big hit. But the first video that actually aired on MTV was Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles. Oh, a CNR. And they have connections to prog rock. Some of those guys worked with people in prog rock. And a lot of prog rock eventually got into pop, you know, bands like Asia was oh, a super yeah. group uh, with guys from like uh, Crimson and Yes and uh, I don't know, some other bands I don't give a shit about. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and of course Rush, you know, uh, transformed into a pop band, uh, you know, less prog rock, more, you know, with albums like Grace Under Pressure and Moving Pictures and Signals. You know, they had videos. Yeah, Signals. You remember uh, Subdivisions, you know? No. In the backs of cars. Ooh, I think I'd like to see it. I didn't have cable for, like, most of my life. Oh, we didn't either in Brooklyn. It wasn't until the 90s till we got cable. Wasn't that, wasn't MTV on cable? It was, yeah. I had to go to my friend's house in suburbia. Yeah. I had to go to Jersey to watch MTV. (laughs) I like Sabbath. I think that's really good. Uh, I mean, that's the birth of heavy metal right there. I mean, but, and some of it is really fucking annoying, but... Like, he was he had an amazing voice like Rush or like uh, Slayer. I, I like some of that. So so you know what prog rock is. You're familiar with these bands. I so to some degree I didn't I didn't know the term and I mean progressive rock is I, what it is. The the the, uh, the the big word. And what's the origin? Meaning like it was progressive in some style wise way or what? Like. Well, it was it, it was born out of uh, most of these bands are British. Right. Um, it was born out of uh, fusing classical music, jazz, folk rock, and psychedelic rock. All of those elements came together, and and a lot of these guys, you know, they were they were classically trained or jazz trained or both. So there's a lot of um, you know serious musicianship going on here. You know. Does- Jethro Tull, are they? <laughs> Some people consider them prog rock. Yes, I. Uh, they're they they're sort of they sort of uh, they're on the cusp. Right. Like Thick as a Brick is a very progressive rock album, but Aqualong not as much. I mean, yeah. you know, these are my stupid opinions, so you know, don't everybody write in and hate me. Um, <laughs> And some people argue that Kansas was prog rock. Oh. Eh. Some people say Pink Floyd was prog rock, but I, I don't think so. They're, they're, to me, they're more psychedelic rock yeah. and concept album uh, and stadium rock even, you know, when they got into like For animals sure. and the wall mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you were a Floyd fan too? Yeah, yeah. totally in yeah. high school, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first song we're going to listen to is by King Crimson. And <laughs> I consider this the birth of prog rock like this is the first album that kind of you know incorporated all those elements and this is the first song on the first album and it's called uh 21st century schizoid man all right i love this artwork let's listen how long does the song go on um I think this one is seven and a half minutes. 
<laughs> Most of these songs are over eight minutes. See that? See that's where like I really liked it in the beginning, but now I'm just like I'm gonna tap out. Okay. I, I mean, I could see if you, like, have your lava lamp and you're just, like, chilling. If you're a guy. that's I mean, it's like you're, like, staring at the ceiling. You're just, like, feeling that riff or whatever. I don't, <laughs> I'm, like, once the melody's kind of gone or the anticipation of what's next, I, don't, I just, like, it's something about it that like, grates on your, uh-huh. right? No? You like it. You could listen I to do, it but it, this isn't about me. This is about how yeah, you yeah, feel about yeah. it. I want to know how you, as a woman... How, how, what, I mean, what, why did you make me cut it? It was, was it's the same, and then I felt the same with the dead, too. Like, I loved, like, the lyrical stuff and the words and the lyrics, like, things that they were saying, the message and the music. But when they would go on that, like, eight minute drum thing, I would just be like, I'm gonna fast forward right through this song. Yeah, and that is just, yeah, it just becomes too much. The endless noodling. Yeah, and the improv. So you're not you're not so into the improvisation where they're just making it up as they go along. But like if you're in a jazz club and they're doing that, you're okay with that, right? It feels well, it's less... a different sound. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is very this is improvisation, but with a full rock band, and it's very loud, and it can get you know abrasive, intense. Yes. Uh, so, you know. but I thought I I mean I'm glad you introduced me to them. I've never heard of them, and I I like that song. Okay. Until the just not song. enough. To finish listening to the other five minutes. Yeah. Do the words come out? I like it. Do they? They do at the end. Say, yeah. Say, oh, okay. So you we, have we, to like. We could we could fade that back in when it when it gets there. If you let's let's see where it is now. All right. <laughs> oh my god. Still going. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, are you gonna run out and 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 uh, buy that record? I would definitely listen to the first three minutes of that song again. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd hit skip. Well, if you say the next one's on nice, I'd yeah, I'd fast right. forward to that. Okay, I okay. liked it. Okay. Well, you know, I liked parts of it. Right. Obviously, we didn't sit through the whole seven and a half minutes. <laughs> and that that and see that's what would happen in concerts, right? So that's why I think it's. It might be longer than that in concert. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Even worse. And so yeah. girls would be like, ah. Right, right. I mean, if these guys got a, a head full of cocaine or took a bunch of acid, that <laughs> yeah. shit could go on for hours. <laughs> guys would be hours. sitting there air guitaring. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. There was a lot of air drumming, too, you know, especially for Rush, because Neil Peart was such a, you know, all those guys with the tape in the middle of their glasses drumming along and all that shit. A lot of air drums at, at Rush shows. Not so much air guitar, air drums, that's, you know. That's even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to go to, uh, I believe, this is Genesis with Peter Gabriel. The album is Nursery Crime. And uh, this is 1973. Okay. And the song is called uh, The Return of Giant Hogweeds. Do I have that correct? Let's, here we go. Can All you even hair. spot Peter Gabriel in that picture? Yep. Yep, there Those he is. wide set eyes. Yep. He was a pretty man. 
I was at a party at his apartment once. Was he there? No. Oh. I know. <laughs> it's a little fun. Great skill. story, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> his apartment was totally 80s. Are you surprised? Well, he designed this apartment. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. This is 1971. Get it together, Matt. I liked it. You like this? Yep. Okay. Well, you made it through. Yeah. You time out on this one. So. Right. I mean, you know, these guys get better as time goes on. <laughs> they got better at the shit. Yeah. Oh, this is a little bit later, right? <laughs> yeah, this is, well, it's, yeah, two years later, 71. Okay. So, uh, but, you know, you can see where, I mean, we're obviously we're listening to a different band, but you can see where, you know, these guys started getting more into this, into this niche. I like it. So what, what, but I mean, like, what was the, what was the feeling behind it? What were your feel Like, how did you feel listening to it? Um, I thought I like, I like a thing that you can't really, I don't know, although I'm just contradicting what I said previously, but you can't really tell what's going to happen next. It's like, you, you don't, it's, they're doing one thing and then they're doing something completely different, but it, but it's still like the melody was kind of pretty and interesting and the. The vocals were interesting. I don't even know what the fuck they were saying, but some kind of nursery rhyme thing. But what was I feeling? I don't know. 70s? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> accurate. It, uh, but you it, like it, you it like is, the the unpredictability of it. And yeah, and you can if you're listening for the different elements, you're like, oh, wow, that changed. And mm-hmm. there's something compelling that makes you want to figure it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not just like that heavy guitar, blah, 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 or you just can't anymore. And then <laughs> that's what kills me. That's I like I couldn't ever listen to Nirvana. I know it's sacrilege. I'm one of those people, but oh, not at all. I I like someone Sarah at work was saying like you have to watch the documentary. So I couldn't even like make it through a half an hour because the music was like killing my brain. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That, that. So you weren't a big fan of like heavy metal. But no, like I could never listen to like Rage Against Machine or something, but I like Sabbath or like Slayer because why? Because they're vocals. They had like cool, interesting mm-hmm. voices, right? But mm-hmm. that, yeah, that, yeah, the guitar just goes on and on. I can't. Well, Slayer is very guitar driven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I would probably fast forward. <laughs> it was like the metal I could tolerate that my boyfriend listened to. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I like this one, but most of it, no. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And punk. I like. Okay. But don't. But that's also with the heavy guitars, you know. Yeah. So there, there are times when I can't handle it, I guess. But I like some of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know what the fuck you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, you absolutely do. You know what you're talking about, how you feel, what you like. I actually do. My, my, yeah, my friend was like, you really do. You like turn it off every time the guitars go too heavy. Like you know what you like. It's just not that. Right, right, right. So I want, yeah. So that, and that doesn't really have this. Do you know the darkness? I like those yes. guys. Yes. They're like, they're, 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 they're like a hair band. Yeah. They're like satirical metal. Mm-hmm. Like they're making fun of themselves and the genre that they're currently doing. You know, but cool voice too. So uh, next up, we're gonna go to 1972, year I was born. Uh, with yes, and the yes. album is yes. is fragile, and you probably know the song Roundabout. Do I? You remember that one? I, I mean, yeah, not I, by I a title. I think you will remember that. So I'm like really into this. I feel like I'm getting 
good education. Your lighting of that cigarette was very properly timed with the song. It's like, <laughs> well, I am a musician. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I would totally go out and buy this album. Okay. <laughs> I should have. I mean, it's like I shouldn't have it. Let's be honest. I mean, you're like, dur. Roundabouts are fucking annoying. <laughs> have you, like, there are certain, like, Massachusetts has a lot of them, and you're like, are you fucking serious again? If you're, like, ever trying to pull with Google Maps, or like, turn, turn, you're like, which one? <laughs> you don't, you probably don't even drive, do you? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you're like, I like them fine. <laughs> yeah, they're Go fun the from the passenger seat. <laughs> Enough. I liked it though. I, I notice uh, it, there's a trend here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once they start improvising, yeah, your your, your attention wanes. Is mm. what's going on there? Yeah, yeah. I like the lyrics. I like the. I mean, they all have terrific voices. John Anderson, yeah, uh, had a great voice. He still does, actually. He's one of the few guys that can still hit those notes. Really, and I find my brain just like looking for that. When's he gonna sing again? When's he? Gonna, and when he's mm -hmm. not, and it's just like okay, like I, I was. It's good for a second, and then just ah. <laughs> but see, you as a musician, like, are listening for some for something different than I am. So you're like, that's so cool. He can do that thing, and I'm. Right. Yeah. Because I, w I was I was listening to jazz, and I appreciate the improvisational aspect of it. But mm -hmm. um, you know, that's interesting. Uh, I I have some pictures here because sometimes the wardrobe would get a bit intense. This is what Rick was wearing, the keyboard player. <laughs> no. Yeah, he would just hang out on his lawn what? there in his you know. Is that sequenced... really his hair? Yeah. That's yeah. So yeah. Good. And and here's the huge bank of keyboards he used to have you know Holy so lots shit, of shit he's like a wizard look yeah. at his hands they're <laughs> fucking huge yeah you know what they say i mean <laughs> you can play a keyboard with hands like that good lord yeah yeah the and 70s must have been rad uh you know i i feel like i was born too late i wish i like I the know. band i was in would have done great in the 70s I know. we oh, could really? have been playing stadiums but you know in, in the 90s and the early 2000s we were relegated to like the knitting factory and hey, is that that's pretty solid yeah uh, or abc no rio the punk rock club on rivington you know which yeah. was well. uh a lot of places didn't know how to categorize us but this isn't about me isn't it no <laughs> It's about prog rock and you. But You're... I was getting lit. No. What? <laughs> Finish the thought. <laughs> I mean, I didn't seem to have trouble getting laid. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think the ladies in oh. the scene had trouble getting laid. I think it was the guys. You know. The pro. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a lot of. Uh, Air nerding, drumming. yeah, air <laughs> drumming and nerding out to this stuff, and the ladies are sitting there like it's getting dry, guys. Like, <laughs> really? Come on. When are we gonna like have some beers and put on some Led Zeppelin? <laughs> like, so, oh, sorry, sorry. You know, it's it's very intellectual, and uh, you know, whatever. yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was, maybe yes. if you wore that outfit, though. <laughs> you know, I mean, all these guys were married. 
And, you know, they did okay. Uh, I was watching a documentary about Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, though, and I think I might sample it for this. Keith Emerson talks about, you know, I didn't really do well with the ladies. You know, they'd say, sing a song, and how do I sing a riff in 10-8? It's not exactly romantic. Nerd alert. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so... That was 1972, and we're going to go ahead a year to 1973. And this is Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Yeah, these guys are good. And uh, Ooh. artwork by H.R. Geiger, the same guy who uh, was the art director for Aliens. No shit. Yeah. So I, did, I didn't print out a picture of these guys because I think... This, this is all you need. Says it all. <laughs> I feel like these they're bangs so, have made a comeback. They're so soft and airbrushed. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, so seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there yeah. he is again. Yeah, there's cut. Greg. Yeah, with his big basketball head. Okay, so we're we're uh, slugging along to 1973 now with um, Carnival. So good. Impression one, part one. This is boring. <laughs> See, I don't mind this kind of improving. Well, this isn't improv. This is written. That's Whoops. not a, that's not a solo. <laughs> no judgments, Megan. No judgments. <laughs> He doesn't sound like he means it. You don't think he's really got your. You don't think he's really got your back. No, he does not. He's he's not there for you. Yeah, he's like, I'll be there, but I'm a rock star. (laughs) Right. (laughs) A narcissistic, I'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) He's killing me. I'm not into this at all. Is this the part? It's coming up. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's hurting my brain. Little gong action. (laughs) As you do. Oh, oh yeah. (laughs) It's so 80s almost. It is a lot of Sounds like the Mario Brothers. You're not the first to say that. (laughs) That uh, compared to video game music, yeah. Well, yeah, he's using the Moog, which was a fairly new instrument. Yeah. Are you correcting me? No, I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, you may be right. <laughs> I, I think it's, you know, potato, potato, but. Uh... Uh... And he would like put it on its corner and it'd stick knives into it. Like, yeah. He must have had a really small dick. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I hate you. <laughs> okay. Too much. Too much happening at once there. <laughs> too many notes. Yeah. As they say in Amadeus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to Mozart, they said that too. 
Yeah. Who was like composing by the age of age seven. Is that something like, yeah, childhood prodigy. Yeah. yeah. He was, he was brilliant. Wow. Uh, I don't know if I put Keith Emerson in the same vein as Mozart. (laughs) He was good. I like him, but, you know, it's not for everyone. Uh, Yeah, this one has been uh, so far the one that, you know, most people are like, "Eh, yeah, I can skip. But I know know their name, like, much more than Crimson Heart. Uh, King Crimson. Wow. Yeah. Crimson Heart, a mashup of King Crimson and Heart. What would that be like? Amazing. A barracuda with synth. <laughs> yeah, and flutes. <laughs> Fantastic. So um, you're not going to go out and buy this record tomorrow. I'm not, but I would like hang this poster on my wall. All right, we're going to take a little leap here uh, to 1980. <sighs> I, lo- I mean, I think at the 70s, but it would have been a cool time to be around too. I mean, we were, but very small. But right. well, I th- for me, it it uh, you know, I grew up observing people and their behavior in the seventies, and I thought life is going to be great. And then the eighties came along, and it's like, yeah, rain uh, is going to melt your skin. Right. Uh, nuclear war can kill you, and sex can kill you, because that's when AIDS came out. You yeah. Know? And I whereas in the seventies, people were fucking and greasy and sweaty and it was okay to be hairy i know (laughs) (laughs) women could be a size wizards (laughs) yes exactly women could have a size five dress and that was considered still attractive okay so i know uh, this album i know this cover mm -hmm. did you know this album like do you know know. other songs like uh, limelight was a big song i don't see it if I know by name, but I'm living in the limelight, the universe. Yeah. Yes. And oh. YYZ was the big, or as they say in Canada and the UK, YYZ. Man, and it, man, and man, and it, man, and the instrumental. Yeah, yeah, this, I know, I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for illustrating that. I'm super pumped. I haven't heard this music in a really long time, and I think I used to listen to it on a Walkman. Yeah, I think we all did. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty psyched. So we're gonna hear Tom Sawyer, hmm. which was a, the, the probably their biggest hit. Oh, even, yeah, even I mean they they, they still make well they may have stopped making records now, but uh, nothing they did after this was quite that big, and this was after they had gotten through their phase of. Uh, you know, twenty-minute songs, and you know they did the album of Permanent Waves, which had Spirit of the Radio on it mm-hmm. and Free Will. Um, so they were they were going more towards the shorter song, appealing to pop music, but still had elements of prog rock. So this to me is like the tail end of prog rock. Like after this, it kind of went away. Okay. So uh, we're gonna yeah we're gonna get into uh, Tom Sawyer. Uh, this is the shortest song we're going to hear. I've been waiting at, for it all um, At four and a half minutes. <laughs> I think you can make it through this one. Yeah, because I love Rush. Let's listen. Oh, yes! It's the most enthusiasm you've had all night. I, like, I haven't heard this since, like, high school. It just brings you right back to, like, drinking keg beer and... <laughs> Yeah. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Just love the vocals. It is so good. See, that's the thing that most people hate about Rush. What? Yeah. Yeah. 
But like I said, I, I was saying earlier, <clears throat> I had learned about all this stuff from my older brother. I would never have come to it on my own. Right. It was because he was listening to it. I'd be like, what's that? So you like that song. You, I, you, I mean, I want to listen to the whole record. We can do that. We I, can do that. We won't subject the audience to that, but... Um, <laughs> We can totally do that. I know. I'm like the only chick that likes Rush. I think you're not the only one. Okay. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. I, I hope Lisa likes it. So Megan, do you like prog rock? I think the consensus is yes. Well, it's time to wrap it up, folks. I'm your host, Matt Bergman. We got a wholehearted yes from Megan on the subject of prog rock. That original pressing of Fragile is in the mail, Megan, and it's marked Fragile. So wait a minute, Mr. Postman, before bending it in half to fit it through the mail slot, rendering it unlistenable. I'd like to thank my guest, Megan Tropea. Without her, my night would have been relegated to smoking angel dust in the woods with some metalheads who enjoy putting a gun to my head. And a special thanks to you, the listener. Because as we all know, if a podcast is playing in the woods and no one's around to hear it, it sucks. 